Welcome to The Hoodoo Factory, a game show and discussion podcast about the 90s NBC sitcom classic, News Radio. Our first full episode will be dropping soon, but we wanted to introduce ourselves and explain a little bit about what you can expect from this podcast. All right, we're your hosts, Thaddeus, Tom, and Lauren. We're news radio fans who met on Twitter to the ever-popular at Modern News Radio account. The podcast will be released in two parts. We'll be drafting news radio episodes into units with common themes. In part A, we'll take turns hosting a game show based on our drafted episodes. The contestants will compete for points by answering questions and playing games related to the episode. In part B, we will discuss the episode further and get a chance to hear the host's answers as well. Both parts will include fun segments where you might learn something you didn't know about your favorite show. We'll also have a recap episode at the end of each segment where we'll have a guest discuss all the episodes in the unit with us. Now we'd like to introduce ourselves and explain a little bit about what news radio means to us. Uh, so I'm Thaddeus, uh, and I'm with Lauren. Lauren, say hello. Hello. All right, and Tom. Tom, say hello. Hola. All right, so we will have some questions that we're going to go through just to let you know a little bit about us and uh, how we came to Discover News Radio, things like that, our favorites, and um, you know, hopefully let everybody at home let, uh, know a little bit more about us. Um, all right, so we're going to start with Lauren, and Lauren, the first question we're going to go with is, like, how did you discover news radio? Where did you first discover news radio? You know, was there anybody in your life you got to share that with, and, and how did you eventually find us on Twitter? So I didn't discover news radio until it was already over, so I'm part of the reason it got canceled. Poor viewership. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was, like, in late 1999, but so after um, season five had wrapped, um, I was working a swing shift type job while I was going to college and I would get off work at like, you know, 10, 11 o'clock, something like that. And um, I would go over to my then uh, boyfriend's house. And one night I went over and he had been watching one of the reruns on A&E or whatever network had it at the time. And I caught like 10 minutes of it and just went, what is this? And he was like, you never heard of this show? He, he thought it was insane that I didn't know what it was. And um, so I just got totally hooked from then on. And so A&E was airing like two episodes back to back every night. And like the two episodes didn't, they weren't sequential. But if you came back the next night, like they, they right. followed in order. So I think I jumped in somewhere like late season two or early season three. So I, I saw season five before I ever came back and saw season one. Um, but yeah, after that, I just kept watching it over and over again on a loop. And um, that that boyfriend at the time, that was really the only person who I knew who knew about the show. So like I could talk to him about it, but um, really didn't know anybody else. And sort of along the way, I would always try to like meet someone new, drop a little news radio quote on them and see, like, is there any recognition there? The um, usually fell flat on my face with that one. It rarely worked. Um, and then I think like most of news radio Twitter, I somehow stumbled upon Neil's account, the at Modern News Radio account. And um, I think it was actually because I followed Dave and I think he retweeted one of okay. the um, one of the stories. Yeah, Dave Foley. Sorry about that. You know, the guy who's the star of the show that we like. <laughs> <laughs> we like to call him the man around here. <laughs> Since we're so close and we know him so personally, I just call him Dave. Because but, he's you know. the man. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, he retweeted one of the stories, and I had been following like a modern Seinfeld account yeah. for a while, and I was like, oh my god, someone created a modern <laughs> news radio, and um, it was just so great to like relive what could have been through that account. And of course, then I met um, a bunch of other news radiologists because of that. <laughs> All right. And that is your villain origin story. I mean, just origin story. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, just out of curiosity, did you ever think about inviting this this old boyfriend to news radio Twitter? Oh, he's long gone. He, no, he's, <laughs> yeah, no, I have not spoken to him in many, many years. That was Don't know where he ended up. <laughs> that, was, that, was the, that was the best thing that came out of this relationship was that he introduced me to news radio. Other than that, nah. That body's been in the <laughs> desert for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, uh, you know, we're going to have to issue a warning at home before Tom answers his question. <laughs> dark, Tom, real dark. <laughs> um, no okay so tom uh you know how did you first discover news radio you know was there anybody you were able to share it with and uh you know eventually how did you find your way to news radio twitter which apparently now is a thing that's what we're right. calling it that's, that's what we're hashtag calling. news radio twitter uh so <laughs> i was a big fan of saturday night live growing up and knew phil hartman and it was like right after he had left snl and i knew that you know he was going to be on this new show and i knew a little bit i knew like dave foley just from kids in the hall i didn't know real well i didn't watch kids in the hall a ton but um i knew of him and so that i started watching it basically right when it came on the air um and probably for the first i don't know three or four seasons i probably kept up with it um and then after phil died i, I probably watched it a little bit but um then you know would see it on like amc uh at, on the reruns and that kind of thing and then i think what, it was 2006 when the dvds finally got released and like got those and just started watching them Sounds like pretty right. much like once a year basically um <laughs> so yeah like that was that was how i got into it like it was like right from the beginning just because you know hartman was a you know one of my favorite snl performers so um Absolutely. yeah uh as far as like people that i shared it with um kind of like my friend Mike kind of knew of it at the time, but like we didn't talk about it a whole lot. Like, you know, we're in our late teens, early 20s, you know, we're always busy doing something, <laughs> getting up to no good. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but like my wife would watch him with me uh, after we got married. Like, like I said, I go through him about once, uh, either once a year, every, every other year, something like that. Um, but she, she kind of liked it, but like would always get very distracted by the, uh, the outfits. She would constantly <laughs> complain about the outfits. Like, so she, she would always I'd be like, okay, you have to go. 90s fashion. <laughs> 90s fashion. Do that every time. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, the news radio Twitter. Yeah. I think it was again through, through Neil's, um, modern days news radio account, which I think I got because I was following Mark Hamill. I think he, like he might have like liked something that he wrote, and that's that. I was like, "What? Oh, okay, that's cool." And so, you know, started following that and started occasionally like uh, DM and Neil, like, "Hey, what's up?" And, and like, "Oh, you're in Wales? What? <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy." You have news yeah. radio over there too. <laughs> yeah, and through that, like through his account, then found like the podcast and everything, and just you know, right, right. And I think once the pandemic hit, we all got bored and <laughs> we're, we're really on the Twitter a lot. Yeah, that all adds up. Um, yeah, um, 
the podcast. How did you find the podcast? Uh, I'm pretty sure I saw it like retweeted by by Neil's account. Okay. Yeah, uh, that's. I mean, that's the way we find most <laughs> most of our things. <laughs> um, so again, we're talking about dispatches from Fort Awesome, the news radio yeah, podcast uh, hosted by our buddies Alan and Jason. <laughs> our now buddies Alan and Jason after right. we joined <laughs> news radio Twitter. Our complete um, ass strangers, Alan and Jason, of, as of two and a half years ago. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. But anybody who loves the show absolutely should be should be checking out those episodes. They do a great job of talking to people. So. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely like a news radio blessing to find that podcast. Like, yes, finally. Um, all right. And that is Tom's origin story (laughs) to become a (laughs) news radiologist. Um, asking the same questions for myself. Uh, I discovered news radio. It was another, it's like a combination of both of these stories to some degree. Um, is that when I, I wasn't really into the musty TV when it was actually on at the time. I caught it on A&E afterwards, and it was just one of those things where my best friend and I, you know, in the summers, in college breaks, uh, you know, whatever jobs we were working at the time, we would either end up catching it, you know, I think A&E played it at like noon or one o'clock, something like early afternoon, uh, and then they repeated it late at night. So pretty much, you know, we get up in the morning, do some nonsense, and by the time we were ready to take a break for lunch, news radio was on A&E, and then by the time we go back back out to go, you know, play basketball or just cause more trouble, we come back in for the night, it's like 11 o'clock, and it's again on A&E, you know, and um, I was just, uh, I wasn't a huge SNL fan, but but Phil Hartman, you know, it was just amazing. His talent is just undeniable. So, uh, you know, it was a little bit of like we recognize some of these people, like we, we kind of know who these people are, really got into it. And obviously being able to uh, watch it together and kind of joke along, uh, you know, the next day, the jokes that we had heard or seen, um, you know, really just kind of deepen the appreciation. So, um you know, unfortunately, you know, unfortunately, that's the only other person I really knew for a long time that actually really liked the show. Uh, and I didn't have a lot of people like Lauren was kind of testing people out a little bit, you know, and I'm just like, I'm like, hey, I like news radio. No, <laughs> anybody? <laughs> Bueller. All right. OK, <laughs> you're all wrong, but OK. Uh, so it was more, you know, it was more of a kind of like. You know, until until Twitter, I didn't really have a lot of people that I saw. And I think on Twitter, I know I had I had originally put in a uh, news radio quote into my profile, uh, the Macho Macho Business Donkey Wrestler line. Uh, so I was trying to, you know, I was putting it out there for any news radio heads to come and find me. <laughs> uh, but I think I was following modern day Seinfeld, and that led me to the modern news radio. Uh, and at that point, I think Lauren and I became, you know, Twitter buddies <laughs> somehow. It's, we like the same thing. Who knows how it is? Our, and obviously brought us to the group, which, uh, you know, completed the trifecta with Tom. You know, and here we are about to step into the podcast game. So, um, <laughs> yeah, we all were hooligans that, <laughs> that had our lives turned around by A&E <laughs> in the relentless reruns of news radio. Thank the Lord. <laughs> A and E is where all, all all the villain stories start. Is with A and E. Nineties A and E. Ooh, is a breeding ground, a real breeding ground. <laughs> all right, so we got a couple more questions to get through. Um, that was those are probably the longest answers. So, you know, these other ones should be quick. Uh, Tom, I'll start with you. Who's your favorite character and why? Uh, it's it's Bill. Um, I, that's pretty much a stock answer. It seems Phil like Hartman, for a yeah. lot of people, yeah, because of Phil Hartman, because of his delivery. Um, and just kind of the ridiculous things that they did with that character. Um, you know, all the characters have, have interesting bits about them, but, um, yeah, the backstory, um, yes, all those things that, you know, 
the reason that Lauren wrote a book about this character is because you know he's <laughs> the idea of him is so interesting. So that that's that's my favorite one. All right, Lauren, you're gonna plug your book in a second, uh, but <laughs> you know, uh, Tyree, you're absolutely right. You know, like Phil Hartman is just just like a comedic genius when you talk about the subtleties, you know, the little things. Um, and one of the best discussions I have with people is when he's in movies. You know, he's often kind of a, a little bit of a villain. You know, but he does it with a sparkle, like with a charm. You know, like there's there's something really magnetic about the way he, he pulls off that performance. So yeah, seeing him in, in news radio was absolutely amazing. And the more you watch it, is the more you really appreciate, you know, really his his ability. You know, like I, I just can't even think of a lot of other uh, actors that have those abilities or have those tendencies to to really bring it out of the scene. So, you know, Bill is obviously a huge character and and. <laughs> and arguably the best one in a lot of people's opinion. No doubt. Um, about it. <laughs> all right, so Lauren, <laughs> tell everybody about the book that you wrote. Okay, so I wrote a uh, fan fiction novel called Sometimes a Drinking Man, and it is the autobiography that Bill was unable to write in the episode Bill's Autobiography. Um, so I tried to take as much canon from the show as I possibly could and stick it into uh, Bill's backstory that we always got little glimpses of. And then I also tried to include chapters about all the other characters because while Bill is probably most people's favorites, uh, we love everybody in the show, right? So I wanted to include everyone in there. Um, I also stole all the names of all the people who I became friends with in news radio Twitter and <laughs> stuck them in the novel. So <laughs> you, you may have seen yourself uh, as someone from Bill's past. And uh, if you're interested, you can read it for free on fanfiction.net. Just search for Sometimes a Drinking Man or my handle, Champerific. And um, you can also buy a hard copy if you're interested, um, and that's on lulu.com, L-U-L-U.com. All right. Um, obviously, we, we all enjoyed the book. Uh, Lauren did a great job with it, so hopefully people who are interested will, will check that out. Uh, again, fan fiction for free. <laughs> I don't know. That can't really beat a free. Uh, Lauren, who's your favorite <laughs> character? Why? Yeah, that was not smooth. <laughs> <laughs> So for me, my favorite character is Beth. Um, I think that I, I've always just been drawn to her in every single episode. I'm always like focused on crazy stuff she's doing in the background. I've just always been very Beth focused. Maybe it's the crazy outfits that she wears that just draw your eye. Um, but also I feel like largely I identify with Lisa in how my brain works. Like I'm a, I, I'm a math major, you know, I love a good spreadsheet. <laughs> you know, I'm very like organized and methodical and this is the way that you have to like, you know, live your life. This is true. But I've always... This is true. <laughs> <laughs> very. <laughs> but I've always wanted to be a little more like Beth. So Beth is like what I aspire to be. If I can ever let my inner Beth out, then I feel like I will be living my best life. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's obviously great characters. You know, there's, you can't really go wrong in this show, which is one of the things that we really love about it. But yeah, uh, the Beth Lisa combo, I think is <laughs> kind of like the envy of many people. That's a, a great combination. Um, so my favorite character is actually Jimmy. And I think a lot of it has to do is there's two real aspects to it. One is that he, he like ends conversations. He's like a closer where he comes in with a line and just shuts it down, you know? And, uh, and I really, you know, I really appreciate that about him. Guy comes in just like people are saying stuff and he just says his piece conversations over. Uh, but what I really, really like about him is that he has all these harebrained schemes 
uh, that if I had the money, I would absolutely be 100% <laughs> on the same page and be involved with. I believe you. I believe this is oh, yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> um, you know, absolutely, you know, like balloon rides, ridiculously high towers, you know, hypnosis, like, you know, all of these things, like a little bit of Joe, I'm like, Joe can build all this stuff, but that's actually, you know, uh, that's actually kind of the best part is that like, you got to have an idea, man. Uh, you got to have a guy that's going to push it forward. And then you start picking up your crew to help you build it and kind of implement it. Um, you know, Joe Gorelli being one of the best in the business in the nineties. So, uh, <laughs> I, I really do love Jimmy though. You know, again, he has some episodes where I'm not real happy with the way, uh, that, that he's kind of played, but he's, you know, again, he's got a lot, he's, his his comedy is kind of, you know, impeccable, uh, you know, as a character, Bill, he shuts down Bill all the time. And like that in itself is always kind of funny. Um, but I just love all the storylines where he's just got something wacky going. He's DB Cooper. You know, like, that's, that's, like, that's it. So I, uh, you know, I love the Jimmy character um, and the way that he's used through most of the show. So that's that's my pick right there. Um, you know, we didn't go over these in advance. We had no idea if we were all going to have the same person or, or not. So <laughs> the yeah. fact that we did not have any of the same people <laughs> pretty much tells us where we are. Uh, okay, let's go, Lauren. What's your favorite episode and why? So. As with anything, it's it's hard to choose because they're all so good. But um, I really still feel my favorite episode is Smoking. Um, I can't believe that they had all these characters so fleshed out so early on in the series. So Smoking is a very early episode. Yeah. Um, and you just see so much of who those characters were and who they continued to be throughout the series. You know, there's a little bit of evolution in some of the characters, but for the most part, like the core of who they are stays the same. And I also just always, always love when Dave and Bill are on the same side. It doesn't happen a lot, you know, and this is, this is one where they were sort of on the same team and um, just seeing them supporting each other through what they're putting, putting themselves through for, you know, for the whole course of the episode and never really, I mean, at the beginning, they're a little bit, um, you know, butting heads, but then the second that Dave says he's going to quit coffee so that, you know, he can help Bill quit smoking. Um, from then on, they're like, they're, they're together. They're on the same team. And I just love that. (laughs) That's a great one. It is. (laughs) That's good. Um, Tom, what's your favorite episode? Mine's the cane. Um, it always, it, it's been ever since I first saw it, I just, I, I was like, oh my God, they really, this is, <laughs> you know, I knew I liked this show, but like, you know, the affectation of the cane and Bill's just total self-enjoyment of, of like having it and kind of getting at Dave with it. And it's, yeah. it's great. <laughs> and, then, and then, you know, Dave screwing with Bill and, and the way they wrap it all up. And I, I, I get that other people like have said, that the B story is just not as strong as in some of the other episodes, but I, I feel like, yeah, maybe, but like the A story is so good. It's and, and like Phil Hartman's able to really sink his teeth into that. And yeah, and Dave, Dave plays along with it really well. It's, yeah, that's my favorite episode. Yeah, I started with him giving directions right at the very beginning. Walk using down the, the hallway on the graphic. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, yeah, right from right from the start when he the second he walks into the office, like that episode is already winning. He's just like, okay, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I'm already in. And then as, as soon as he does that bit, confirmed. Like we got a winner. <laughs> 
Uh, and then it's just a joy from there on, all the way out to the last bit, you know, even out to the closer. Like that's that is something that is held up really, really well, and and you know, like I think about all the time. More this than one I should, pleases me. <laughs> yeah, that's a great episode. I can't wait for us to do our favorite episodes. Um, you know, that, that's gonna be a good time. Um, so my favorite episode yours? is actually Arcade. Uh, and like, I don't know exactly what it is, but it's, it's the whole aspect of uh, the sandwich machine, uh, and Bill dyeing his hair and and Joe's recipe (laughs) for the sandwiches. Captain, I'll get the recipe later, you know? Um, and then we just get into Dave, Dave's video game addiction, and then him taking the SATs, guest starring Lili Sobieski, I think her name is, uh, you know, and you get the SAT, I don't know. There's something about it that all comes together. Uh, for me, everybody I feel like is great has a has a good time in it. So um, that's that's my number one episode. That's the one I'm I definitely like to watch the most. You know, <laughs> followed by the cane. <laughs> my cane. Uh, okay, so all time favorite quote. So truth be told, I was gonna do this, and then I realized you meant from the show. So I have to I have to recalibrate real quick. I was like, oh man, love life laugh. That's exactly what I want to talk about. No. No, that's, it would make more sense if it was around the show, right? Like So I gotta delete this Sith code for life and uh and, and try to do a real quick recap. Uh so Tom, I'm gonna have you go first. What's your favorite quote from the show? Uh my favorite quote from the show is from actually Dave says it, uh, to Joe. And um, it's, I believe, in Led Zeppelin 2. If what you're saying is true, then I still don't care. Yes. <laughs> because yes. that is one of the ones that I feel like is great. The, the, the timing's perfect. And you can use that, like, oh, yeah. in real life, you know? You can, you can say that to somebody easily. You could, say, you could say that to Joe Rogan. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> 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 that's how you know it's good it's oh, yeah. universally good all right lauren what's your favorite quote okay so i i have a lot that i use in my regular life like on a regular basis like too late now girl and yes. uh i am i'm a big fan of calling kids a dill's newfus i think that's great <laughs> um and uh, i often use this has been the worst cracker time in recorded history yes. but if I'm going to my favorite quote of all time, it's the one, it's in my Twitter bio. Not to mention Kermit the damn frog. <laughs> and it's, you like it's the whole the speech or you just like I, that I ending? love the whole speech, but right. I love that line the best because he's like, he's gone. He's left. They're moving on to like the, the rest of the conversation and he comes charging back in. Not to mention. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I just... Everything about the delivery is so good. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Um, obviously, I'm unprepared. Uh, so believe it or not, I'm trying to think, like, I feel like the one that I do that nobody ever catches because nobody knows it is when Bill raps on the table, pretends to be Matthew, and raps on the table, wake up, people. Like, <laughs> I absolutely do that to people all the time, and I laugh to myself about it because I know what it's from. And it's like, I don't expect them to recognize it. But I'm clearly just doing a Bill McNeil imitating Matthew, like, you know, at least once a month I'm saying that to somebody. You know, like, that's that's definitely the implication. So, you know, maybe maybe not the best line overall, but definitely for me the most functional because I have been using it in a functional capacity for quite a while. 
Yeah, Kermit the damn frog is not a, a something I can work into my everyday life, but it is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think you look at somebody and just kind of growl it as you walk away. Kermit the damn frog. <laughs> that might be effective in a real social situation. <laughs> what did she say? Did she call what? She called me Kermit? <laughs> just confuse people right away. It's not easy being green. Nice. Hi. <laughs> the imitation man is back all right so uh we got one more question and then i have a couple fun questions to throw at you just to see what uh what yous are gonna say um the last real question you know news radio is what are three of your all-time favorite tv shows obviously this isn't your permanent list uh but you know what are what are three tv shows that you like to watch so people know a little bit about your viewing habits i think uh lauren we're gonna go with you first Okay. Um, probably popular amongst you guys as well, Community. Mm-hmm. I love Community. Discovered that one late also. Like, I remember watching the pilot and kind of being like, nah, it's okay, and not really continuing. And then more and more people kept telling me, no, you got to stick with it. Give it like four or five episodes. And sure enough, yeah, I was hooked. Um, Parks and Rec. Absolutely yep. love oh, yeah. Parks and Rec. Yep. Um and uh, one that I don't know if you guys have seen. There's a, there was a sitcom. It ran from 2002 to 2006 called What I Like About You. I don't know if you've heard of this. Um, and it's funny because I, I really am not a big fan of the two main characters. It starred, um, not, not that I'm not a fan of them, but they, wouldn't, they weren't what drew me into it. But um, Jenny you hate Garth. Them. It's okay. They're terrible. <laughs> uh, Jenny, Jenny Garth and okay. Amanda Bynes played oh, yeah. the two main characters. I remember that show. It was the supporting cast that was so amazing. Leslie Grossman is in that show. Okay. I love her. She's she's so funny. Um, but there's a news radio connection. So one of the supporting cast is a guy named uh, Wesley Jonathan. He's hilarious. Um, he's been in he's been in quite a few things. Now he's leaning more towards drama. He doesn't do so much comedy anymore. But he was kid number one in Arcade. arcade. Yeah. Okay. And and so I didn't real so I had. You know, I've seen lots and lots of news radio, and then around the time that um, this show came out, I don't know, I guess I just didn't do a rewatch within those years or whatever. And it was only when I did the next rewatch of news radio that I got to Arcade, and I went, oh my god, it's Gary! <laughs> the news radio connection. One of our episodes is going to be the six six degrees of separation. Yes. Six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Six degrees of news radio. We got to do it. Um, so as <laughs> says the spreadsheet queen. <laughs> I've already got it lined up. Um, so yeah. So if you asked me today, I'd say Community, Parks and Rec, and what I like about you. Ask me in a week, it might change. But as of today, I'm going to say those are my my top three outside of news radio. All right, yeah, those are all those are all good shows to check out for sure. I know Tom and I are nodding our heads a lot over here. Yeah, uh, Tom, what are your what are your three your favorite shows? Um, I will also go with Parks and Recreation. That's probably like you know News Radio and, and Parks and Rec are my two kind of co number ones. Um, definitely Thirty Rock is, yeah. is in the conversation for me as well. Uh, yeah, I really like that one. And uh, Arrested Development, um, probably my my third you know my my other one yeah. nice yeah uh yeah the yeah <laughs> the development has some really really funny moments like the, especially the first three seasons are yeah just unbelievable yeah 
just so much talent in that cast. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so three of my favorites. I actually I started with Community. Uh, you know, like Lauren, like in Tom, we we talked about it. we're all Community fans. Um, you know, so again, that's a show you can check out on Netflix. It's good stuff. Uh, my second choice actually is Married with Children. Uh, and it, it, it was just throwing like, it way back. It, it, it's just something about the way. Like, again, it's the whole aspect of a, a very dysfunctional family that actually cares about each other because they go to bat for each other. You know, all the time whenever it, you know anything it really happens. But in terms of you know '90s insult humor, uh, it is just <laughs> it's just moi. <laughs> so that's a show that I throw on all the time. And I you know it's like you just start laughing at the lines as they're being delivered. Um, and then for my last pick today, of course, you know, it's, it's the Dick Van Dyke show. Taking it back, uh, wow. Dick Van Dyke is just an amazing performer. You know, like he is just an amazing performer. Everything he does is is amazing. You know, even now, I think I saw you know a clip of him on Facebook like dancing at his age, which I think he's like almost ninety. Um, you know, he's just he's got the smile. You know, he, he's got a little bit of a, a, a shake to him, and I don't know. So I like to go back and watch a lot of those episodes because he really kind of shows off. Just don't ask him to do a British accent. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. The the one uh the one thing that magic bag that she had couldn't fix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, nobody dances like a penguin better. So That's right. We'll <laughs> That's right. All right, so those are the six questions we had laid out uh, related to news radio. Hopefully, that lets everybody let a little bit uh, know a little bit more about us and you know the way we're looking at things. And uh, and like I said I, I picked four surprise questions for Lauren and Tom, uh, just kind of see what they got. So we're gonna do those really quick, and uh, hopefully everybody enjoys these as much as I'm going to. Uh, I'm so, really nervous. <laughs> <laughs> you should be, but I went easy this time. Uh, Tom, if you were a wrestler, what would be your entrance theme song? Ooh. Wow, if I was an, a wrestler. That's, that's yeah. a great question. Um, gosh, it would probably be something by Led Zeppelin, I would think. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll go with um, Rock and Roll by Led Zeppelin. Okay. Yeah. All right. The album Zoso. <laughs> So, there you go. Bringing yes, it are, back to New those are yeah. words. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Laura, what your what would your entrance theme song be? I mean, and now I kind of want it to be the news radio theme song. <laughs> 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 the, worst, the worst aspect of that whole show is the theme song. <laughs> I mean, the the even even um, Dave Foley says he hates the theme song, right? Or or that he just he can't remember it. Like it's it's yeah. like in your ear and immediately out. Of your head. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm having a really hard time thinking of anything else now, though. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, that's, I think that's it. So Lauren's a villain. Like, that's what we right. really just like, Everybody hates that song. That's the one I want. That's the one I want. You will associate me with. Villain. Um, I, I would probably just do, uh, you know, I think probably Survivor, Eye of the Tiger, because I want those pyros to go off as we're hitting those... Dun, dun, dun. Nice. <laughs> you know, I think that's the way to go. So mine is a little bit more visually related, but uh, I think that's a great song. Anything you can set off pyros to, that's what I want for my entrance. Um, it works. And I'm the villain. Dad's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. over here. I'm like, not fire. like yeah, I want yeah, people yeah, to fire. hate me. Like Lord's like I'm the heel. Hate me, people. Hate me for my song. <laughs> you know, like I'm sure your your character would be some sort of accountant, some sort of terrible accountant. <laughs> I'm the IRS like, tax man. Oh, boogity boogity. 
I'd hit people with a 10 key calculator. That would be my finishing move. That would be incredible. Pulls out a calculator from under the mat and just like takes somebody down. Oh man. So our wrestling podcast is going to have to get started. That's what we just like. <laughs> All right. Question two or four. Which of the five senses would you, would you say is your strongest? Lauren, we'll start with you this time. The, the five senses? Which of your five senses would you say is the strongest? Uh, n- not hearing, because I've played <laughs> played drums for 20 plus years with no ear protection. Um, oh, I have I have 20-20 vision. I know, I know I wear glasses when we come to these Zooms. They're for blue light. I have 20-20 vision, so I'm going to go with sight. <laughs> okay. So Lauren wanted to make sure she had some statistics to back up her answer. That's uh, right. She's going to use her last report from the eye doctor <laughs> to verify that that is her strongest sense. <laughs> Uh, Tom, what would you say is your strongest sense? All right. Well, it's definitely not eyesight. I have contacts in, and they are very strong. Um, <laughs> hearing's okay, but not great. Uh, so I can't. It probably comes down to like smell or taste. I'm gonna go with taste. Okay, I think yeah. that's a that's a strong one. Yeah. Um, I'm just laughing. It's like my hearing is also not so great. So it's like by the end of this podcast run, we're all just going to be yelling at each other into the mics. <laughs> <laughs> Speak up! What? <laughs> yeah. So that it's is like an afternoon with my parents. Place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, is, which is what we were actually going to call the podcast. That's when, uh, we decided to switch it up a little bit. Um, I would say mine is actually eyesight. Like I, I don't remember the last time I went to an eye doctor, but I, I seem to be able to see things other people struggle with a little bit. Um, if I can develop my George Costanza squint, I think that, uh, I have a a real shot at being a a good spotter for the rest of my days. So, uh, yeah, uh, that's what I'm going to go with. All right, Tom, what did you name your first car? I didn't really name, like give it a human name. Um, uh, the first car I had, I didn't have long enough to really give it a, give it a good name. But uh, like the second or third one, we called the tuna can because it was like a 1986 silver uh, Corolla. Nice. And yeah, that that's exactly what it looked like. It looked like a tuna can. So that's what we called. (laughs) I like it. I like it. Lauren, what'd you name your first car? Uh, Mine was also a Corolla and I named it Monkey. Because I was the first person out of all my group of friends to get my license Ooh. and had inherited, you know, the the family car. And so I was always the one driving. So everywhere we go, we take Monkey with us. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> wow. <I'm good>. <laughs> <laughs> Corolla. Right. Corolla crew. The right Corolla here. is named after Brass Monkey. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah. Um so, so my first car was, uh, you know, the family car handed down was a 1982 Toyota Corona hatchback. <laughs> nice. All right, a little silver right there. Uh, definitely beat up. But, I mean, that thing was a warrior, man. I love that car. And uh, we nicknamed it the War Pig <laughs> because that thing looked like it went through a war. <laughs> and by the end of its days, it, it, earned, a, it earned some awards for me. Let's just put it that way. Um, but yeah, we called it the War Pigs. That was the first ride that I had, and you can imagine, nice. <laughs> you can imagine, rushed everywhere. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, all right, last question: If you were stranded on a desert island with either your worst enemy or no one, 
which would you choose and why? Lauren. Uh, Stranded on a desert island, either you, just by yourself, or with your worst enemy. Which would you choose and why? Um, I think just me. <laughs> I'm real good at being alone. I like me time. <laughs> I, I don't, I'm not convinced that um, I could, I would be able to make friends with my worst enemy, even if they were the only one there. Fit. But I don't know. Then you know, maybe it's something to do. I'm still going just me though. I'm, okay. I'm going just me. <laughs> respectable, respectable. We'll uh, we'll get you a volleyball. <laughs> All right, Tom. What about you? Stranded desert island. Either you're by yourself or with worst enemy. Why? Which one or what? I'm saying definitely just me. Because uh, like, even if you gave me like. 85% of the population, I'm not going to like them. So, like, that's <laughs> like, that's fair. It, that's fair. Know, most people are assholes. So, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd just, just be me. Okay. So, this is really interesting is actually my latest conflict, like, my current worst enemy is somebody, somebody that I think if we were stranded together, it would kind of work out. Like, we'd end up working together type of thing. Um, but I'm like, if I had like my all-time worst enemy, I would probably rather be alone. <laughs> or let's just say it this way: we'd both be on the island, but eventually I'd be alone. <laughs> totally kidding, totally kidding, sort of. Uh, so <laughs> I thought some random questions might be interesting or might be a little bit fun, and so I picked those four. Uh, I, I kept away from the saucy ones because Lauren gets a little nervous. And <laughs> what what they reveal about us is we're all old. <laughs> Thanks for letting us introduce ourselves. Stay tuned for our first hoodoo-filled episode, dropping soon. Uh, The first news radio episode up on the conveyor belt will be inappropriate. It's the first episode in our Dave and Lisa unit. Until then, thank you for visiting the Hoodoo Factory, the supplier of the only known antidote for Absa fever. Good night, pumpkin. Thank you for visiting the Hoodoo Factory, the source for all your hoodoo needs. You can follow us on Twitter at hoodoo underscore factory. Please stop by the gift shop on your way out. And remember, the Hoodoo Factory is the supplier of the only known antidote for Absa fever.